0: In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option. Coming to your courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Gilcoyne. If you like our work, would you hit the subscribe button? Chuck us a few quid, Patreon or PayPal, keep us in the prayers and keep the comments coming, as long as they're praise. So we're uh, we're down a good man. Mm? Our old chief is dead. Yeah. The passing of a giant. Benedict Sixteenth. Joseph Ratzinger. Probably in time soon to come, a man who will be recognized as one of the truly great figures of the last, uh, the last 200 years of the church's history. And why why are they saying that? You know that you know that play Philadelphia Here I Come? You remember that? You know where you've Gar public, Gar private. Gar's the kind of antihero in the play. He's a young guy in the play. And you have his public persona and then his inner life. Played by usually two different actors the canon is visiting and the young fellow is going through a very difficult time in his life and gar private the inner the inner boy rages at the canon who of course doesn't see him or hear him and is um, i think about to play cards with his father and he says Translate, Canon. Translate. Isn't that your job? And his point is that if the priest can't translate the heartbreak and the frustration of everyday life, if he can't look at these runes, if you like, these mysterious markings in life and read them, Well, then what use is he? I think Joseph Ratzinger was such a man. I think one of the great things about him is that he is the one, he is is the great translator. He translates the church for this modern and unprecedented civilization. Uh, And he was very aware of how new and how different and how challenging this culture was. But he also translated the culture for the church. Now, you could say other theologians were doing that. <clears throat> One would question as to whether they were doing it as well, as to whether they could speak about it as lucidly. Many theological books are literally almost, they're almost unreadable. That they could express it within John Waters' phrase, um, those that, that crystalline effect, that clarity. No, I, I, I don't know that anyone else was doing that. I don't know if any any other theologian had that collection of talents, one of which was that of fidelity to the faith, of fidelity to the tradition. Translate canon. No, I, I, I think we have lost a major figure. Now, we haven't lost him because he's in heaven. Please, God. Please, God. Yeah, I only say that because I'm not allowed to go any further, okay? Which is fair enough. Please, God, he's in heaven. And he'll pray for us there. And he'll do great work for us there. But we're stuck with this. What we can see, feel, taste, touch and so on, smell. We're stuck with the experiential. And we are going to miss him. Lovely man. I think of the way in which he won over the English. Who were getting ready to dislike him. When he visited England. They were getting ready to dislike him. Because England has always had a residual anti-Catholicism. Or at least for the last 400 years. And on top of that, I suppose it maybe didn't help he was German. The English, I mean, if you count the two world wars, as some historians would say, as really one 30 years war, in many ways, the English had a a terrible relationship with the Germans in the first half of the 20th century. Yet when he came, they, they were bowled over by him. His modesty, his elegance, his gentleness, his courtesy, his good humour. They really took to him. They liked him. I met him once or twice, very briefly. And I was struck by how frail he was. He was, uh, he he, had an almost elfin quality. He had very fine features. Very striking eyes, that sh- senatorial shock of white hair which I envy so much in my later years. But his 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 features were quite elfin, he, he, and he was he, he was he was quite a slight man. But there was tremendous warmth out of him, a tremendous sense of love, and he had a tremendous love of the church. And this shy retiring. Academic, this profoundly devout priest, this beautiful man, lovely man as we'd say in Ireland, this beautiful man, became a mighty warrior for the faith in the uh, theological, intellectual world. Now, all right. Did he make mistakes? He made mistakes, I would say, yeah. I'm not quite sure how you conduct a ministry like that at that level and not make mistakes. But he probably made them. He didn't get everything right. He didn't get every translation right, maybe. But he gave an incredible, invaluable, invaluable service to the followers of Jesus Christ, who are together the church and we shall remember him and miss him and should give thanks for him and pray for him that God will raise up again more like him who will in the words of the scriptures arise like a fire and flare out like a torch Rest in peace, Joseph Ratzinger, good Pope Benedict, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen.